0: Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, man. Behind the Rise podcast. I'm here today with Nick, also known as Manic, Manic. Mm-hmm. and uh, Zach from the band Roseburg. And uh, yeah, he's coming back on the podcast. We had him on one of the first episodes, so I'm glad to have you back, man.
1: We're back home. Back home. I'm back home. <laughs> and uh, Manic flew in this morning from Nashville. And uh, tomorrow night at 7 p.m., we have our album release show here. Yeah. Me, aka Roseburg, which is not <laughs> just me. I was going to say. <laughs> I just I was like, that wow, word. man. Me and. Lead singer Syndrome and again, and no, back at it. <laughs> Nate was making fun of me last night because. I, had, I showed up late to our rehearsal here. and
0: it, Like and, a half hour late.
1: I mean, I was here. Dude, it's Zach and the Righteous Punks, I'm telling you.
2: No. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's true. <new> name. <laughs> no,
1: I need the boys. I need all the four Roseburg boys. Uh, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, Nick from uh, Manic, and then uh, Death and All His Friends is playing too, which is a band from here. Mostly, it's uh, my friend River that's been like one of my best friends since I was like 14 years old. He uh, grew up here, was always in bands. He was in a band called The Come Down, which was kind of like a metal gone r R&B kind of cool band. That's and uh, <laughs> also, Blue, their <laughs> guitar player, Clayton Blue, who you know. Yeah. I know. yeah. I've met him and then uh, Garrett Garfield, who there's all sorts of crazy connections we're making because Manic's been listening to Garrett since Manic was like young, all the way over on like the East Coast.
2: Yeah, when I was living in or when I was living in Denver is I mean when I was oh, super in into it. But yeah, yeah, I was like fourteen, fifteen, and me and my bands that were like in heavy bands were nice. blasting their stuff.
1: What That's was awesome. it? Hearts and Hands, right? Yeah, that was Garrett's band, and then uh, uh, Danny Cooper from Eight Eight Eight, and he was in Drop Dead Gorgeous. He was the drummer for Drop Dead Gorgeous Forever ago. He like took Callen on Callen's first tour. Mm-hmm. So he's he's a uh,
2: death and all his friends drummer yeah. so basically then, they just wow. have and, this like all-star and crazy his other lineup. old band his other last band 888 open for me that's so funny <laughs> that's so weird like, like yeah like their third show because they're from but, denver yeah and then they ended up signing denver. to island for a while yeah
1: so crazy wow. it's gonna be a good show dude <laughs> it's their first show right it's as, their first as, show as death and all his friends yeah they've been they're all they've all been around forever yeah but, but now they have this group and they're really gonna make a run for it so i'm pretty stoked they released a new song today Oh, it's I called. haven't heard it. Yeah, Dude, it's this, called. I didn't Alone. this is today. my favorite band
2: that all of them have been in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By no, it's, it's gonna be sick. I'm they, so excited. They,
1: they did it. They really did it this time. Oh, wow, we'll listen to that. You really yeah. did it this time, River. <laughs> I hope you're on.
2: He's probably. You're in trouble, Mister. You're
1: in trouble, Mister. If awesome. if he was in the chat, he would say hi from Brazil. Come to no, come to Brazil. time, that's his go-to. Come to Brazil.
2: Oh man. It's awesome.
1: So, yeah, we're stoked. Doors at seven. I think we're sold out, right? Like pre-sale, basically. I don't, Pretty
3: I much. Checked. It's very close. Yeah, I haven't checked yeah, it out. There's
0: very few. So, yeah. Buy the don't one. try your luck at the door. Or do not nope. try luck at the door.
2: Mm-hmm. going to be crazy. We'll just have to start, like, stacking them on top of each other. Throwing each other's <laughs> shoulders and <laughs> That would be rad. <laughs> we'll fill the hallway. We start all the way filling back them the in door. here, they're <laughs> watching through the cubby hole. <laughs> yeah, we can have like door. a VIP crew like, in the studio, like watching through the Yeah, there's like a VIP room in here. Everybody's just <laughs> they could be watching a live stream on their phones. <laughs> there you go. Like hearing audio through the speakers. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Quite the show.
0: <laughs> Very excited. We had like the rehearsal sound check and you guys are sounding great, man. I'm excited. That's good. Thanks, man yeah you guys suck
3: oh man (laughs) dang it
2: all this time and no one told me Uh, I'm so (laughs) sorry. no I'm I'm really excited I like when they announced the show before I always or before before they announced the show they were like already talking about doing an album release and I was like I wanna go and they keep announcing shows, and I'm just like, I want to. I'm like, but manic, you're all the way in Nashville. I just want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and it just worked out. Like, I just want to hang. And then they were just like, Do you wanna? And I was like, <laughs>
1: I'm like, oh yeah, you can yeah. come up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like, and Find a show. It's like, i awesome. I just gonna, I gonna keep the show. Yeah, dude, I'll put you on the guest list. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
2: I'll make you open. <laughs> yeah. It's like casually dropping hints at like your girlfriend that you want to hang out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but do you want to hang out tonight? Yeah, like, come over. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come to yeah. come to Salt Lake. Come
3: to Salt Lake. Okay. <laughs> so how are you guys connected?
1: Uh, through Kellen. So Kellen met Nick, like, a year, few years ago now, right? Three, Two. four years ago? Like, the first time.
2: The very first time he met me, like, I was 18, so 19, 20, like, five, six years.
0: Good. Press the close thing Okay. There. Some live technical difficulties. There we
1: go. You're good. Um yeah, so they met they met and it took them a while to I think like really connect. Like yeah. he had like met him at a show and then they started basically working together and that's when Kellen really first started doing his whole dreamer project. So it was called Dreamer? Yeah. Cool. dreamer dreamer development group so the whole idea is it's not like a management company it's not like a label it's basically just a group <laughs> <laughs> it's like a game <laughs>
0: it's a very exclusive game. Yeah. Yeah. We,
1: we just
2: we just all meet up we fly from all different just parts of the like, country yeah. and then we just start LARPing <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty rad it's the best best group I've ever been in <laughs> Kellen actually I'm just, just made, to it. made it he made LARPing with Kellen with like a full out <laughs> yeah. No, Kellen actually
1: <laughs> made a, face, a Facebook group, and he just added us to his group. So it's, just, it's just me and him and I can't Kellen's even Facebook imagine Kellen with a Facebook. So no, it's official, man. <laughs> yeah. Official. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so he started working <laughs> with him first, and then a couple years later, because we've only been working with Kellen for it was about, about a year. about six months later when he hit you guys up. Oh, okay. Wow, so you were like, it was yeah. a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we've been, ever since, that's how I first connected with Manic, and then He started sending me by, like, his demos and stuff, and I just, like, got hooked on his music. So, he has, I guess, technically three songs out now, right? Two and a half. Two and a half. He has an acoustic version out, and then two. That's a half a song? Two two songs. Yeah. Yeah. Acoustic versions only count as a half of a song. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so, but, uh, his, particularly his, like, debut song, Gone. I love it. L. Goner.
2: Somebody catch my breath. Yeah. Cool. So, anyways, so, that's how go.
3: that's how we met. There so, you do you have go. any other ties to Utah at all, um, just
2: I've come here a few times. Like I, when I was living in Denver, it was like a close drive. So I think I ca- I came out to play a show once. Um, so it's funny I, I played <laughs> I played a show at the Loading Dock. I <laughs> I went to see the 1975 um, play at the Complex, and then. <laughs> I still feel like I've been here one more time, but yeah. And then like, I just like have a
3: few friends here, but that's really about it. Pretty gotcha. limited. You're living in Nashville now? Yeah. Full time. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Two years. Cool. Yeah.
1: Making
2: country music. No. <laughs> you have to. It's Nashville, right? It's Nashville. Do, do you that's make all country music? You know, what's funny is the day I moved out there, I moved into my, um, I I, like moved into a house that had like a lot of other producers and musicians in it and I like moved in all my stuff and like just kind of threw it into my room and like pulled out my laptop and I was just like sitting like on the floor and my um, friend had like this country artist come over and he was like Was it Brad Paisley? It should have been. It's tight. They're all basically <laughs> the same. <Yeah>. But, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I don't want to. No, 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 no. Too, too that scandalous. Was, that no. was him. That was him. no. I don't even. I don't even believe in that. I but, love um, new country music. No, but this guy like came in and was like. Um, he just like, saw me like messing around on my laptop. He's like, do you want to write? And I was like, sure. And we like, started writing the song, and he put it up on Spotify, and it just broke.
1: And Dude. it's actually called uh, Old Town Road. No, <laughs> no but it's it, <laughs> it the Featuring two genres. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you see here before you today. Yeah, so yeah. anyways, we're, we're stoked about the show, and thanks for letting us play it here. We're happy to be at this venue in particular. <laughs> so. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, man. we love you
3: guys here, man. Thanks, yeah. man. Always oh, a good time.
0: Um the other thing I wanted to talk about today was the new album you you and the boys have released. Mhm. It's um, yeah, you guys are
1: it's an incredible album. Thanks, I was man.
0: I've I heard some of it before it came out. Yeah. So I you got the listening sneak, to. I think it. You heard
1: like most of it the, um even in like demo stages and stuff. I think so, yeah. Pre-mix at least. Yeah. Um,
0: what's the one with like the really heavy like piano riff of the new ones that was? Oh, Sunday. Like Sunday is, is that the one? Yeah. Yeah, that was one. One of the newer ones that came out, like a lot. Dope. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was actually pretty stoked about because yeah, I think there were four new ones that came out with the album just because we released so many singles yeah. beforehand because it was just kind of like the nature of being a young artist and you're kind of just trying to get stuff out there because we just didn't have that much stuff out and we didn't want to make people sit for a year while we finished the album so released a lot of the songs up front but out of the four songs i just had no idea like what like hopefully people would hear them hopefully people would like them but sunday's gotten the best it's reaction so far reaction. which is sick i just that's sweet you, you, i think at this point i have usually like little to no expectations about putting songs out now i've just learned to like there's been like a couple <laughs> songs of ours that came out that i was like this is the one
3: yeah it's gonna do you super well you and then it's it just kind like- of
1: flops and then and then the like one or two songs that do really well i was like what so just awesome. you just have to like kind of go with it yeah
0: the other th- yeah the other thing about the album for me was like how diverse it is yeah i don't know if it's just because the way you guys write or like cuz it took you guys took such a long time mm-hmm. to like put it all together and, yeah it's a good question cuz i mean you have like be good which is re- like has a really big rock ending mm-hmm. then you have sunday which is more like it gives me more like Coldplay vibe. Yeah, but it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. They're all just so I different. think
1: that I mean I will say like for one thing I think it was like intentional for the most part that we we like a lot of different kinds of music and we also just especially as like a first album and stuff, I think a lot of it's just like throwing stuff at the wall and seeing really what sticks like actually and not I don't mean that that could be like a really bad thing to do, but <laughs> if you have the right the right attitude of like we're just trying to figure out what we're best at and what we enjoy and what will last, like what we will stay stoked about. And that's something that's been awesome is it was a long process to make the album. So here we are like two years later and like, I'm still stoked about certain things. And then there's some things that we're like, like we could probably leave that in in the past, you know, just like certain, 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 uh, I should have turned the sound off on my, on oh, my phone that's me man oh it's you oh,
3: man. that's so oh. unprofessional oh, man. baby come on oh, guy oh man <laughs> whoops no but
1: basically what I'm saying is just like it was, it was a good like this, for a first album is a good opportunity for us to figure out like what, what we what we love the most and obviously also what other people are resonating with
3: it's like finding your
1: sound and, and then idea. you just yeah and you just find out of both of those things you weigh it up and then you know I'm really stoked to it's been a while since I've really been writing on another project because i've i'm very much a person who writes one project and then i can't really move on until i finish that Mm
2: -hmm.
1: because i write like i write as many songs as are going to be on the album like i don't i some people will write like 50 songs and then they'll like decide and i just have a hard time doing that like i just have to Everything I make we stuff about
0: like five members. Trust me. Yeah, I know. I know. know. So <laughs> I'm going, going through, right through now. that right it's now. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, it's so <laughs> I imagine it's way easier as one just as like one just a few people. Yeah. Do you yeah. do everything yourself, or yeah. is it you produce everything?
2: Yeah. I mean, so yes and no. So until recently, I, I just brought in a second member. His name's Liam. He's super super awesome. He's also okay. The lead guy of his own project called Sly Boy. But um he started working with me and he kind of like co-produces on some of the stuff but there's still a lot of the stuff that comes just like straight from me and like we were kind of talking about it earlier it's it's, I mean it's a 50-50 thing because it's nice because you have nobody to compete with Yeah. and there's no like waiting for feedback or waiting for somebody to do a thing but also there's like there's no feedback in that like if you're not sure whether or not some if you're not like feeling 100% confident on something you don't always like have like feedback of like a band that kind of at least like has a similar vision to you like me and Lee, like it, it helps having liam around now and then like me and zach have a pretty like even from across the pond we have a pretty good like relationship but we send like demos back and forth to each other i, I heard like four or five different yeah, versions Send a lot of stuff eh? a few different things was there, on the, was the album it
0: was the one?
2: that was the that one. was one that <laughs> yeah. yeah you're talking like, about that Yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> That we had to do that's an crazy. overhaul.
0: literally four different versions?
1: Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It worked crazy. out like perfect though. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I'm glad that we waited. Really yeah. We took our time on it. So yeah. And I think that that's one of the cool things about being, you know, even in our band, um, our writing process, you asked about like, it w- I think that you're right that it had a little bit to do with our writing process of why it changes so much. B- because I would say for the most part in our band, I'm writing a pretty good majority of it, at least like the core of all of the songs and stuff. Yeah. Although, with a few exceptions, there's a couple tracks like Sunday, for example, that Sam wrote the core of that song. And then at that point, my job is just to take it and provide some, some direction of like structure. And, you know, that's what I feel like I'm good at is taking ideas and then more like the overall picture of how to complete an idea and stuff. But I would say like, For the most part, I'm writing a lot of the starts of songs and stuff. And then I'm demoing it out and coming up with a lot of the arrangement of the song. And then, you know, for drums, I'll write a lot of the percussion stuff. Not a lot of it, but, like, depending on if I started an idea, I'll program drums or whatever. But always I'll bring Keith in to either expand on my idea or just delete my idea a lot of the time. And he's the man and just does his thing, you know. And then Sam, like... You know, composes string arrangements for like Goodnight Punk and stuff. Yeah. Soren wrote a lot of the bass lines on this album. I wrote a lot of the bass lines. Keith wrote a lot of the bass lines. So that's what's fun about our band is just everyone can wear different kind of hats. Piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they all. What I appreciate is they all trust me at the end of the day to take all of it and then you know complete it basically like make it a, a finished product and stuff. And but that's what I think makes the the diversity over the course of the album is there's influences from all over the board in the band. And there are a few artists that we all like, but only a few. And then <laughs> it's just
3: every game. Yeah. So it's fun. It's cool. What does that process look like of taking it and making it the finished product?
2: It's a,
1: yeah. Um, it really does depend on the song a lot of the time, but I would say for the most part, that's what I get really excited about. Like, um, So say a few of the songs on this record started as just like a jam at rehearsal or something, a song like Goodnight Punk, where I start playing a chord progression that I had, Sam has like a lead lick or whatever, but then it just becomes a loop. I call it like a compelling moment in a song, just the loop. A lot of songs just start, I don't know for you, but just start as a loop of something.
2: That's what gone was. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. That's I just like,
2: like had that yeah. verse, and you just keep going, and then you'll just build, and then when you it comes like time to structure, you're just you have like a lot of parts. parts away. Yeah, and it's then you and then go. you and
1: yeah. then you deconstruct all the parts, yeah. and then you structure the song. And feel like that's that's something that I have a really good skill set of, just from like listening to a lot of music. I would say is one thing, but also I think that there's just like after doing it a lot, that's something that you get better at. Is like there's certain. I, I won't call them rules because I'll break them whenever I feel like I like need to. But there's definitely like go to like checklist things of like, all right, now let's turn this into like, is this a song that needs to like be like who's gonna be listening to the song? Is this a song that's gonna be on like a certain playlist or whatever? Like I think through all of those things and stuff and depends on like how long I want the song to be. There's a few songs on this record that we like chop down by like a minute and a half mm-hmm. because we thought it was too long because we knew that it was like a playlistable song and it wouldn't, people wouldn't hear the song if it was going to be a five minute song, you know? So everyone
0: was like two minute songs now. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. Do you have a
1: length that you like don't go over? No, no, no. Like there's, there's a couple long songs on the album. I think it just, like I said, it just depends on the song because I think there's a song like wave, for example, that's just a really repetitive song and it's just just a fun song and there's no need for a song like that to be five minutes, you know? Yeah, you Mm.
2: get a lot of that point like yeah already yeah
1: you get it like and that's i th- think that's the biggest rule to me is it's you funnel it down to what it needs to be it doesn't like if it's too much just get it down to like the smallest point that it could possibly could be it's it's literally like a concept in like everything like this is going to be really nerdy but like in writing an essay i don't yeah, know if sure. you've ever like taken classes and the professor is always like this is all fluff, this is all fluff, get rid of the stuff that doesn't need to be there and everything you write needs to be going to your thesis, you know? Right. So I think it's the same thing with like a song. It all needs to be going to like the point of the song and if it's not, there's no point in it being yeah. there. I feel like a with lot some of, of
2: those five minute like plus long, long songs too, it kind of just becomes like you've reduced as much as you can but there's just too much juice there still and it's yeah. like... Like, we could take this structural part of the song and it would still survive, but it's such a good part. And then exactly. You up, like, yeah, there's just, like, like
0: too many good moments in Yeah. yeah. Like, like Prime that was Pop Doctor. I was going to say it's Pop Doctor. It's such a great one. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The intro is so unique and it's, it's incredible production on it. It's a good melody. I love that song. Thanks, and then at the end, it just takes off, yeah, goes, it just a, goes. Whole, it's a whole new song.
1: Yeah. And we're in, and, and I was, in that case, yeah. I was totally fine with it because I knew, I knew. Immediately, you could have made it shorter. Yeah. But, but the, I was like, been, this isn't a song that's like, you know, it's it's not a yeah. it's not like a playlist yeah. song or whatever. It's not a radio song. It's not supposed to be. That's not like its purpose. And I think that you just know that pretty quickly with a song. And in that case, it you you do find what its purpose is. And its purpose in this album is to help narrate the story and to provide. I think it's a really good break. It's right in the middle of the album. And yeah. the first half of the album goes pretty hard and moves pretty quick. And it's a moment of like. Putting, putting, like lulling people's minds back into the the thing. And then it gets really hard. That's a good thing about,
0: um, like, writing albums too, as opposed to just singles. Cause it's like, you're gonna miss those songs. Yeah. Cause if you're just writing singles all the time. And
1: a lot of the time they become people's favorite songs. They become my favorite songs. Yeah. Because it's more just about the feeling that's there and stuff. So, yeah, that song's like a little, like, just under five minutes or something. It's long. Which is long for us. Yeah, it's really long. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so. the, yeah. I mean, it comes down to like you think about when people are listening to a lot of the songs too. Like, I mean, the big singles get listened to when people are dancing and singing and when they're like going about their day. Yeah. But not, not as often people will be like, I want to listen to a whole record. Shirt. Yeah. Or yeah. in, or in their like super chill moods, like you know. Like, there's probably less people that just go into the slow side, which, I mean, I I love slow songs, so, I mean, I'm definitely the guy. I've always been the guy that gets the record, and there's all the singles, and I'm like, oh, this is garbage, where's the rest of the record? (laughs) (laughs) That's the other extreme side. (laughs) Yeah, him and I are, like, on, like, not polar opposite sides of the spectrum in that regard. Yeah, just, yeah, but that's the thing that's fun,
1: is that you need both, because people like both things, but yeah, that's what I mean, is just... I, when I say, like, the process of, like, it's just, the main thing is knowing the song's purpose. Like, is this a song that's going to be on the radio? Is this a song people dance to? In that case, let's get it concise and have it be a fun song that people want to hit. Yeah, like, you kind of follow again, the formula in that case. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the second thing is just, I, I always take it have a home studio, and so I'll take, I voice memos are, like, my best friend, so I have part after part after part and a lot of the time when we first start something i i start pretty quickly hearing like the whole mix in my head like i know what kind of where i want it to go and then i get really excited and then i know it's a worth it song and i take it to like my studio and i start demoing out all the parts and you start kind of plugging tones and you start trying to get a vibe and if it's all connecting then you just keep going and keep going and I feel like th- this sounds like so hippie but like the song really does kind of like reveal itself to you if you're feeling it like then it starts and even like you'll know i usually write lyrics last that's one thing about me i like writing lyrics i like doing it after the song's (laughs) almost done like tone wise i mean i'll have parts you know obviously i have like a line or two sayings or something but a lot of time i purposely like don't write the rest of the Mm -hmm. vocals because Again this is gonna maybe be way too far but I all, this is the way that my mind works when I write is that like if you think of it as like a language if you think of music as a language and you're just translating something from one language to another like if you have a piece of music then I think your role as like a writer like as far as a vocalist is you're just translating the music to what that would be in English or whatever you know what I mean like what mm. what is this already like saying and stuff because that's what music is like you f- people feel it. And like, just like human beings, like we feel stuff and then we try to articulate it. And so you just have to see, what am I feeling? And you you just sh- to you're just
2: turning the abstract into something that's like speakable. Yeah. Like yeah.
1: tangible for other people to understand. And that's a process that just the more you do it, the better and better you get at it.
2: So
3: that's kind of the thesis too, is like the feeling almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, and then you, you just try to build from there. The yeah. Feeling. yeah.
2: I've, I find the times that I get the most stuck on a song, it's either like an emotion or a feeling that you haven't like sorted all the way through yet. Or if you haven't quite ironed out exactly what, which emotion or like, when, once you like know what your narrative is and what you're trying to say, then like exactly like you said, it just comes out. But sometimes the hardest thing is just like, like depicting the song. Yeah. You know? And sometimes to me, a lot of the time, if you do get stuck or whatever...
1: I'm. I've learned to be okay with just letting the song go, or at least like put it on the shelf yeah. and yeah. it might come back. That's something a lot of people get stuck on, and they don't want to do that. And they just they're like,
2: no, and they like, force. I the need to
1: finish the song, and a lot of the time, those are just bad. Yeah, songs. I just throw
2: st- I throw stuff into the backburners. Yeah, just. just you, I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with that. Then, like, Sometimes it's fun away. to revive them too. Yeah, that's true. And then, true. You, and then yeah, later, yeah. when you're out of ideas, you have like all this stuff, and just like the way that a song may resonate to you at a different yeah. time, you know, like. Yeah. The, you may have or you, hi- just you may have apart. new history that you can transform into content yeah. you know yeah.
0: i feel like like new especially new artists that haven't released much or are getting started that's like the biggest thing they can't detach themselves from it they'll get stuck on the lyric they'll get stuck on a melody stuck on the way it sounds in the demo this is the- it's like when i produce bands or like when i'm writing my own stuff i'm just learning mm-hmm. to just be like You gotta be okay. Don't even care. This is my, like, this is
1: the philosophy. This is, like, my advice to songwriters and people, like, especially if you're in a band and you're having to work with people, you have to have Strong opinions, but hold them loosely. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like That's it's okay. It, yeah. It's
2: okay to have strong opinions. It's like here's my opinion. Oh, it means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> At least I said it. <laughs> like, there you go. It's important. Yeah. Like
1: I think it's important for me to be like I'm not a pushover. Like there are certain things where I'm like no, I know this, this is correct. Sometimes I you feel have it. to relax. Yeah, I've learned because. I, I've learned that turns out the other three guys in my band are geniuses too and like <laughs> they're all really great songwriters so and sometimes I am so worked up in like my own way and I'm so glad on some songs that I let my ego go and let Keith take over or Sam take over or whatever. So some songs are just it just takes another collaborator or whatever or also sometimes songs that you get stuck on we had one. That we I was writing for somebody else, actually, but I would kind of gotten stuck on it, and Keith had written this, like, bass line for it. And it was just one part of this whole entire arrangement, and it's the... <laughs> the <laughs> the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the <laughs> Miss Sunshine verse. Oh, cool. So a lot of the time, it's worth keeping stuff around, because... That thing, you start writing another song, and there's just a part of that song that fits, or becomes a bridge of another song. Stay Golden was like three songs melded together. Really? Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes that like 100% like works and is like correct and was meant to be in my mind. So, yeah, that's my songwriting masterclass. (laughs) (laughs) There you go.
3: Manic. (laughs) It was put that on YouTube. Yeah. (laughs)
1: That's awesome.
3: Do you feel like you you guys have a thesis, like an overall thesis as a band? Would overall you say? Overall message kind of
1: thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think, but what's interesting, okay, I don't want to make this too abstract, but what's interesting about it is I feel like it's a feeling is actually what it is. So it's not, it's really, that's been a process for me trying to figure out, okay, how do you articulate what that thesis is? I like that word actually, or like message, whatever, like yeah. what is the what is the lifeblood of the band and all of our songs and what ties everything together and to me it's a feeling and I've learned part of that and it's why our branding is so like closely tied to Oregon where we met and all the green and all that kind of stuff is because that's kind of where I go in my head to write and that's that's something that we all connect with and we can all like go from that place so but it's not, a, it's not about Oregon itself and it's not about trees and it's not about the color green. No, it's but the those feeling. But those things that you get remind us. Yeah. It's the yeah. feeling. Yeah. It's the feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that's what it is. So everything we do, all of the visuals for Righteous Punk and the band's branding and everything, that's important. That's what makes a band like a big band.
2: That's really cool too that's because in, in a lot of different, like, um, and a lot of different cultures, forests represent like the journey into the self and into the unknown. Yeah. Which is which is very like um derivative of just like you guys are just like sharing your journey yeah. into
3: the into the without and the within. Just the life the life mm-hmm. journey. The yeah. Hero's journey. <laughs> That's so. what separates so many bands, like you said too, is like getting to the next level is like really figuring out who are we who and are what do we have to offer yeah. to
1: people. Yeah, because there's so many bands, even around here, yeah. that are very good. And I just know that until they figure that out, it won't move that much farther forward. Because, yeah. because it's just forgettable. There's a lot of really good music out there. So the thing, so
0: much noise. My and favorite if you bands... you have a message
1: attached to it... Exactly. Because like, think about all of your favorite bands. Do you like them just because you like the music? Yeah. For the most part, probably not. You do like the music too, which is great. But it's because I think you like the music even more because they've figured out how to make the music and the visuals and the feeling all match. Yeah. You know what I mean? It all has to it all has to line up.
2: When like especially with some of our favorite bands too, they all kind of pull together these universes, you know? Like you start to like p- there's the people who are fans of bands and they like know like a few songs, they may go to sh- go to the show for like the big hits and because they want to dance or like they play them whenever they're in the car with their friends. And then there's like the like like I, that's how come like him and I were talking about how album tracks and all these other things are also so important because like say like I'm a really big fan of the 1975 and the way that they like all of their records that like have like these common themes and they have yeah. like these like and real friends is another great example yeah. of they have like their kind of <laughs> niches and their language that's kind of unique to them and then you guys are developing that for yourself as mm-hmm. well too and you take a lot of influence from like 21 pilots and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. too so like yep. exactly. just, yeah it's just like starting to like there needs to be an ethos there and i i see that a lot too cuz i'm i like i live in nashville and there's a musician everywhere that you <laughs> turn your head <laughs> yeah and like and so many of them it's just like the they're these people that master the um the algorithm and like the math of it and so being able to do it. it's just another it's just another yeah another and it's, it's, and it's, it's empty clones. words yeah it's, so it's, it's empty words and and catch more. things and like they know like what people this generation like and they just kind of like throw it's like dude out. if i
1: want post malone i'll go listen to post malone yeah like
2: if i want if yeah. i want
1: florida georgia line i'll go listen to florida georgia line if i want like 21 pilots i'll go listen to 21 pilots there's no in my mind unless it's just what you love and it's a passion and you're just because i know some people that are just like they love radiohead and they just want to be they just want to play Radiohead There's music, a lot of basically. Like that. And that's fine. Like, <laughs> if that's great, what that's they want to awesome, do. But I man. love Radiohead. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they, they're amazing. So can, can I, I be Radiohead? <laughs> I, don't, I don't, like, blame them for wanting to sound just like Radiohead yeah. so they, like, get all the same gear Radiohead yeah. has and whatever. And that's great. It's kind of like they'll you. never be Radiohead because Radiohead, the reason why they became. Like the gods of a certain sound and stuff is because they started something there's a know? certain
0: point where you have to kind of stop emulating everyone that you look up to and just do your own thing take influence like,
1: even like, even yeah. john lennon from the beatles who like i feel like a lot of people the beatles is like year one in music in a lot of like modern music <laughs> yeah. but john lennon was influenced by chuck berry that was like his idol so like you you have influences from everybody but do you hear a lot of Chuck Berry? And John <laughs> exactly,
2: like, not, not at necessarily. all necessarily. Right. Well, yeah. All right. So there's this quote, and um, I think it's um, "Follow My Girl" by the Japanese House, and the line is um, "Could I follow you until I find myself?" And I think that there's like a bit of truth to that for like just humans in general, but especially creatives. Like when you're still learning and before you really start the journey into like yourself, you start to kind of emulate these other artists as a like source of like building your vocabulary and like trying to become a part of something and it's like until you like know what your own journey is you kind of just like piggyback on these other artists
1: which is really cool yeah and and, and, like a lot and if
2: you listen to most of our influences like really early stuff like you can hear more of that like influence like if you listen to like I can't think of any examples off the top of my head or like maybe the um i'm not gonna be able to think of any bands right now i well.
1: actually want to think but. of one if we can think of it in 30 seconds we'll do it and then we'll move on <laughs> <laughs> what was the okay no i have one yeah. okay so okay. like the beatles early stuff all the beatles early stuff is very much like it was that like new like rock and roll thing that was going on like the the pop rock and roll yeah thing. and then they moved These into like, that
2: psychedelic era and then they
1: hit like rubber soul that album and stuff for like yesterday and like mm. They they started experimenting with sounds because technology was changing and stuff, and they moved away from it. But they were a boy band at the begin, like at the beginning, mm-hmm. like that was nothing like super new. I mean, it was like newer, but like there were other people doing that same thing. But it wasn't until they hit like, I would say, I mean, obviously they became like stars, but they didn't become legends until albums like Rubber Soul or like, Sgt. Pepper's and like all those kind of albums. You know what I mean? So
3: yeah, he's totally right. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about where you guys are at in like your journey as a band, like getting as big as you can, successful as you can. Like,
1: yeah, like I don't really know at the end of the day. Like, I'm just. Trying, doing, to trying to figure it, it out. And try, yeah, trying to make ends Hopefully meet. Hopefully, this is only the start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no idea where. Yeah, definitely. Where is. <laughs> if you, this is the bottom, this is the top. I have no idea where <laughs> we're at. This, we could be like right here, and like whatever. <laughs> right, right now, I now is not. the prime moment. Yeah. I have no idea what the in climax the end <laughs> looks like. <so>. I'm trying <laughs> it's like, all downhill, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm trying really, really hard to like just not think about that too much. However, like. I do obviously have like checklists and I always, I make lists so much, man. Same. Like, Me yeah. too. <laughs> That's like I have my <laughs> favorite thing.
0: the bucket list. Yeah. The music bucket list. Dude, just
1: yeah, the list on so list about everything. And the and the stuff that you need to remember. So, you know, I have a, I have like a year game plan. Basically, I would say like in a lot of ways of like certain benchmarks that I would like to hit and stuff. And obviously my biggest thing is I obviously want Roseburg to be the biggest band in the world. Like I would be lying if I didn't say that. Like I want, I want to have the most reach possible to like the most people listening to them Cause to me it makes the process of making music even more fun. Cause like while you're making an album, it's like, cause while we were making this album, we we're like, Oh yeah, some people might listen to this, <laughs> yeah. but if it's like, Oh man, the world's listening it's to this now. Pressure. And a lot of it's people lot are going to be swayed like with what they want to do in music and people's lives are going to be affected by this. I feel like it makes the whole process of the thing that I love to do the most, even more fun, yeah. which is sick. So I want, that you know so i don't know like next steps for us where we just announced the tour like which is awesome because we've never done that before it's not like the world's biggest tour but we get to play places we've never played before um and also you know figuring out how to like build our team and stuff like whether that looks like you know working with a record label or if it just looks like working with independently yeah yeah like independently but you bring on like booking agents or you bring on like graphic designers or like whatever it is like building a network is exciting to me because to me it's just making friends and it's just expanding as a human being you yeah. know so In some
0: ways that's kind of the it's a very plausible route yeah like nowadays there are a lot of really successful bands that never had a record label
1: which is awesome that's yeah. so sick, dude. I don't know. I feel like the reason why it's like appealing to uh, record labels appealing to me is because we're broke. They're so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of that advance that you get right before. Yeah, yeah, so because funny. recording is expensive. <laughs> well, <laughs> in that case, that's they're true. just a big bank. <laughs> no, that's
2: uh, no. I mean, I won't lie. Of course, I mean, like it's of like, course. That's like, that's like reason, to be the same way that when you're growing up, everyone's like you're gonna get married and get a job and go to college one day. You're, like when you're going into the music industry, yeah. everyone's like you want to get a record contract. You're gonna get a record. Do you contract? have a record contract? If you don't, I'm not still have seriously. they still are you have verified? yeah yeah
0: they have the the means to get people which is awesome mm-hmm. and honestly but some people it's not the only way now. some of
1: my favorite yeah. bands i mean i think all of my favorite bands are signed to a record label so obviously like there's a reason people sign up. I don't know about that. Labels, Roseburg
2: yeah. isn't signed right now, and yeah, I like them a lot. It's true. We are unsigned. We are unsigned. The <laughs> A&R the the live stream. All I mean. love <laughs> Apple Records is watching that's this. <laughs> no one even saw it. <laughs> He's like, he who's watching? <laughs>
3: yeah, still going. yeah, let's yeah, go. we got nine, nine people still on. Right They've they probably all been hanging like, on. I'm just kidding. You awesome. saw some cool nine people over there. Are
2: any of them P. Diddy?
3: yeah seriously
2: so uh yeah like
1: but like if I'm being like like, there is that there's that part that that's exciting and it's it's exciting to like work with a new team and exciting because you know whether it's a label that can give you new opportunities to like maybe you get to make a song like with a movie or something or maybe there's so many cool things that I would like to do that maybe I wouldn't get the opportunity to do if that doesn't happen Uh, but at the end of the day I, like, really am, like, obsessed with, and I find a lot of peace in just our music and the world we've created, and I'm really grateful that it's there for me as, like, a person. So when even life gets confusing and stuff, I, like, I remember meeting in Oregon, and I remember writing those first songs, and I remember that at the end of the day, the three guys in my band are just my best friends and stuff, and so, you know, like, that that is the most important thing to me. But we all are really um, ambitious too and want, you know, want our music to reach people and want to get better, want to get better live, want to make a better record, want our next album to be the best album ever made, you know, mm-hmm. same, yeah. always, always trying to like push ourselves forward. So awesome. what about you, Manic? What's, what is, what yeah? Do you stuff? have
0: Is there like a album one on the way What's or the you goal? just been making, dude, I,
2: of... I don't know. My plans have changed a lot. Um, I've I've always been kind of, like you, I've always been more of an album guy. Um and I'm really into narrative and part of the entire reason that I decided to start Manic is because I wanted there to be a lot more of a focus on like the lyrics and the poetry and like um just being more deliberate with all of that and being honest in a new way. And like you asked earlier, like kinda what my like what our thesis is. I think mine is just like I, I have many, but it's just like like completely unfiltered self-expression and like um just like trying to make people think and trying to create a community like I I I don't I'm sure you relate to this like when I was growing up like the way that my friends and I like got over our depression and anxiety and felt like the world was less scary as we all bailed out of school, jumped in one of our parents' cars and went to Sleeping With Sirens shows or whatever band. And, like, I, like I'm like, i just really interested in, like, creating that for the next generation and trying to, like, um, put, put to words the emotions that I didn't know how to describe when I was a kid because that was really pivotal in me deciding who I wanted to be. So I've been, like, focusing a lot on that. I, like, th- there's part of the reason that my project has been taking so long for me to jump off is because I'm like really interested in just trying to make something like different. I am doing it alone and I've been like yeah. learning how to like produce and everything as I've been doing it. And as he said, we're broke. Yeah. So <laughs> Seriously. Like I, I have like five jobs. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, dude, um, I'm going
1: to speak for him for a second. Dude's pretty like incredible. I don't even know if his fans like fully, fully realize, but like the dude is like how to really like, hard life like wait like i can't understand a lot of things that he's gone through and like dude's working five jobs he's supporting his mom which is really like admirable and cool and uh it's pretty sick thank you man it's awesome yeah, yeah. so yeah. dude if, dude deserves it i'm so <laughs> I, just, I just want so badly that like i mean part of the reason he came out early and he's staying a couple extra days is we're gonna try to have some sessions together and uh cool work with death and all his friends guys and stuff and who knows what that turns into but I want to I want to see his EP or album whatever it becomes like come together because I'm a fan. Yeah. I, want to, I want to hear it. So yeah, I'm even
3: more excited for the show here than that man. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Getting yeah. to know you a little bit. Thanks
2: that's, man. That's cool. Yeah, as far, as far as releases go, I like I was focusing on a record and a lot of the songs that I start that I I started coming into um, are very ambitious stylistically and and topic wise for me. Mm-hmm. So I've been taking my time with them. In the meantime, we chose three songs that are um, kind of a mixture of like where we're coming from and where we're going. So we're in the process of working in, on finishing up those three songs right now. I'm actually going to be finishing the show here. We have two days of rights with him, and then I'm oh, going to cool. be jumping on a plane to go back to Denver, and we're going to be tracking drums for that EP there. So I'm trying to get that out of the way um, so that I can start working on like the full length or at least like more EPs and singles and trying to get more of like the content out that I'm really wanting to do so yeah lots of eps and albums and just like i don't know i don't i don't really have a a specific and that's all we can do
1: really i mean at the end of that's all we can do is just that's our job is to just make the stuff and then as
2: far as what happens with it like that is not in our control like yeah at all i think a lot of my current ambitions for records too are also just kind of limited by like we are like we're local guys, so like, and every industry person that I think both of us talk to is like, you guys should just be making EPs and and songs right now. So like, we're yeah. like, no, yeah, I know, yeah. So no, I've just been like trying to like get like I'm I'm listening to them and not and like in that like yeah I'll start writing this EP and these singles but in the back of my head there's like two full length records that are in there. Yeah, right I feel that's like, like that's the short answer. I have the, two full.
0: There's no records. right way to do it, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it feel, it depends on genre, it depends on your fans and yeah. like how you want to do it too. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the most important part. If you yeah. want to do an album, mm-hmm. that might be the best way to yeah, to for you as an artist to write do it gets music. You stoked, yeah. If you just want to do singles, and maybe, maybe that's gonna, what you like, do. Take one song yeah. at a time. It's yeah. just different. There's yeah. pros and cons to it. Yeah, there's really? so yeah. many pros and cons. But yeah, I feel like a lot of industry people could like, just do EPs, just do yeah. singles. Well, it's just I'm because like, well,
2: it's, it's a short-term investment. Yeah, and, like it's cheaper, and I, I get it. Like, and, and there's a lot of EPs that I like. You know, yeah, and like both of us do. And I think, um, I don't know. I I think just, i have just I'm a big fan of records. Like, over totally. You and I are on that page, and okay. I, I, that's definitely something that I'm working towards. Yeah. I think it's just like getting the first few EPs out, just because that's what's possible, and hopefully the fans will be into it enough that they allow me and they give me the ability to be able to give them the record that they deserve. Yeah,
0: you know? yeah. And I feel like even locally, I've noticed that. I mean, there's like three bands I'm really good friends with: you guys and mm-hmm. Citizen Soldier and like Acacia Ridge. Right. There's some of the biggest bands right now yeah and they pull out these records put tons of time and investment and hard work into them and and they're all doing all of you guys are doing incredibly well right you know and, and i were, think that that's
1: literally just because like you were saying yeah, we just, just are doing what we wanted yeah. to do and and what just kind of felt like the natural next move there's always a natural next move you know if yeah. something's forced i feel like a lot of the time people like tiptoe and it's I feel like looking back on all the big decisions I've made really in my life, but especially like in the band, all the big things that have happened, I didn't really have to like think about it a whole lot, you know? Yeah. Which I feel just like takes the it. pressure off a lot of the time when I'm like freaking out about a decision. I'm like, wait, like literally every good thing that's happened for this band, it's not like it didn't come from some like yes or no decision that I made or something, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think that you just kind of let things naturally play out and do what you, Feels natural to you as a person. Yeah. There's no, there's no one way of doing things. No rules, yeah. man. I feel like if you do what other
2: people tell you to do, too, you're not going to make that move confidently. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's another good point. Yeah. yeah. So it's just gonna be worse. So it's, it's not like, gonna be as good. Everyone,
0: everyone's like, do yeah. a single, do a single. Or even if you put it out, it even
2: if it does well, you're worse. just going in the back of your head, be thinking the entire. It's not gonna feel rewarding the entire time. You're, you're not gonna be about stoked about, about you it. what it, yeah. it could have been, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. cool. So you just gotta believe in moves. I don't
3: know. I love what you said about self-expression, like unfiltered self-expression. I feel like in the Utah scene in general, not not everyone obviously, but like that's missing mm-hmm. a yeah. lot. Um, yeah,
2: he was kind of talking to me about that too. I, I
3: feel like so many people – and obviously there's culture cu- cultural reasons for that. Mm-hmm. But just being willing to like really be an individual and sp- – Speak your truth in your yeah. music. So many, yeah. There's like a fear to do a that. lot of yeah.
1: scenes, a lot of scenes in general are like that all throughout the world when you get in like really homogenous like societies of people, which isn't just here, it's definitely right. a thing yeah. here, but. Nashville, I'm sure that there's like a lot of really good like similarities point. and stuff, right? Yeah. Way yeah. L A. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. L A. It's like everyone's
0: kind of doing the same, like trying for this. Yeah, thing. because it creates the creates this weird Billie culture. Billy
1: Eilish popped off, so now we got it. And like Lil Nas X popped off over in Atlanta, so yeah. we got You know, Still and diverse, it's smart. It's a smart business decision, but uh, you're right. Like these, like hum, it's a homogenous society thing, and so there's certain pressures to be a certain way because if you don't it is harder like it's the harder route like yeah. i'm feeling that a little bit i'm feeling a little bit of that push around here because i'm making music that i really love like i really love the sounds that we choose and the you know everything about like our whatever our genres or whatever like that's who i am that's what i listen to you know yet it's not the most popular thing here where i am yeah. right now like in this moment And if
0: you wanted to be like the top dog locally in Provo, you know what to do. Yeah, you know what (laughs) to do. Yeah.
1: And it's hard not to. It's hard not to. And a lot of people do that. And like I said, you gotta just choose what you want. If that's what they wanna do, that's fine. And that's the kind of band that they want to be. But we want to, you know, make music that we really love and we it's it's a hard balance between like we were just talking about as we were setting up, like, you know, when we play shows here, we'll sell out like a 300 cap venue or something, you know, of, of our local shows. And, and it's hard to decide, should we make music for like, we could get bigger crowds here. We can make music for like the local people here and stuff. And probably it would move a little bit faster. Um, or we can make music for like, there's way more people like all over the world listening to our music through Spotify, you know, thousands and thousands of people. And it's hard to kind of balance that up because, that doesn't feel as real, all those people out there.
0: Because the immediate reaction usually isn't, you know what I mean? It's not yeah, it just, the same. It just,
1: it's just
2: a slower process. You but put I out think a, it's a song a that's a little different
0: than what is going on, it doesn't get the reaction here, but later on it will. You know yeah, what I think because I mean? like Because more people hear
2: it. We're seeing more and more with these new artists, too, that are making their way up to the top um, 40, like with artists like Billie Eilish, that it's like these people that are being unafraid and they're creating lanes where there weren't... One, weren't yeah. one before you know and like so like for example like you you said something about like there's a lot of cultural reasons why people don't say something I, I something that's really important to me is like I don't think that me stating my point in the way that I feel and my beliefs should um either discredit your belief or like challenge anything that you're believing because we're all here just to study and learn from each other you know and there's no Mm -hmm. reason like when i listen to like say you listen to some like really like heavy band or something that writes some really dark lyrics i'm not going to turn around and like kill somebody you know it's just like a song and like if you resonate with it or if you don't but like i just want to like put it out there for people to be able to make that decision you know and it's like out here like i think the more shit like Shameless and unafraid that you are, the more likely that you are to make something that's really going to splash. And you may change somebody's mind along the way. And if you don't, like you said, like you'll, there's somebody in the world, there's enough people in the world that you're going to, like, statistically, you're going to click with somebody. I want to add yeah.
1: something to that as well because. I feel like this is more for maybe whoever ends up listening to this. I don't know, maybe one day when either me or Manic become just this huge artist <laughs> or guys like Rockets, <laughs> <laughs> like they'll be back here listening to the archives. <laughs>
0: to this and if to they're show. like
1: if they're like a person that's like an, an artist, like a young kid that feels like it's not moving and they're discouraged and stuff, I'd say like the the main thing that I would tell them is like it's like a classic line, but like comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Mm -hmm. so true, man, because, like, I'll go periods of time where I'm just locked into the album and stuff, and it's so freaking fun, and, like, I, like, am so optimistic about the future and stuff. But if I like, I was telling him in the car, like, I put on, like, Blurry Face by my favorite band, 21 Pilots. Yeah, and then we just hate all of our albums. Immediately you <laughs> put on my other song. Where you start referencing And all of a sudden I hate like, the album that I just barely love. And it's loved. hard to write again. It's yeah, like yeah. this weird it phase. It just throws me. I call it a dark get, phase yeah, after writing. Yeah, it's like, you have to get really good at being. Yeah. So, speaking of 21 Pilots, this is something that I heard that, like, changed it for me. And I feel like it was the moment that Roseburg started, like, Doing much better because I just felt better about myself is Tyler was saying in an interview that at one point he just decided because he was feeling all those same things just like feeling like and him and Josh when Josh finally like joined the band and you know put regional a best out and they were still not quite signed to Field by Ramen or anything but they were like getting there and they just decided we're going to put our heads down we're going to like go underground like just go underground just like a gopher and just (laughs) And just go and just make it. And then they're like, and then all of a sudden, like we brought our heads back up a few years later and had the number one album in the world, you know? And like, and I really believe that he like means that. I think that that whole time he was not worried about anyone, else, anything. I remember like, there's a story on that same album, like their, their producer, Mikey Lizondo that they were working with, like, uh, that line and stressed out where it's like, my name's blurry face and I care what you think. And I think Mike said something. And i like, if that line's in there, this isn't going to be on the radio because that's like a weird word. And Tyler was like, yeah, no, it's a dang. weird
0: phrase. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's, and it worked <laughs> out fine. Obviously. It's so unique. Know? Yeah. It's yeah. It's awesome. So anyways, that's just, that's that, a really that would be my advice. Like I agree. It's with helped you. us a lot to just, just do exactly what you feel. And like, like really do that because I feel like, I've told myself that so many times like, oh yeah, I won't care. but then somebody that I really respect will tell me like some and I'm not throwing them under the bus like I mean this in a great way, but like Scott Wiley, like who we record with or like Nate Pfeiffer, who helped produce this, this album and I really look up to both those guys and like I want to impress them all the time. And so they'll say sometimes like, hey, this song's not very good or whatever, like you should have done this differently. And for a long time I would just be like, okay, like, you know, you get that, like, insecure feeling because these guys are, like, gods to you or whatever. And I finally realized it's okay to just be like, no, like, I know best for what Roseburg is. Like, yeah. take take what they say into account a lot of the time because they have good things. But at the end of the day, it's okay. Like, you, when you say you're going to put your head down, like, you actually do that. Yeah. Take their advice with a grain of salt
3: sorry yeah, you'll, like, you'll like never get, no you're all good you'll never get your own thesis like we were talking about yeah. that sets you apart if you're like constantly worrying about what other people catching are up with other people and, and, and like
2: and letting other people tell you what your thesis is which especially like I, like I live out in Nashville and there's all these people that are just like being like th- tossed in with these like management and labels and brand development and they're just like cool so you wrote a song like this so this is the type of person that you are now and then you're gonna be like a one dimensional person, wow. and maybe we'll like evolve you on your second record.
3: You <laughs> we'll know? And that's you. like, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> you will maybe, maybe you'll you. left. In the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Now I'll
2: be a full blown Charizard. <laughs> yeah. it
0: will be on, on Charizard now. <laughs> yeah.
2: Nope, can't do that. No, but a, a similar thing happened to me, dude. I, I, I love that 21 Pilot story that you told, because I was like, basically, when I started Manic, it was a little premature, because I had just come out of like this pop punk band. And... Like I was trying to make these new like pop, indie, alternative, like all these different things, and like my head was still very like in this old phase. So I've like very unintentionally kind of like put myself like in the middle of nowhere and was kind of stuck for about six months and had like no like nobody around except for like my mom and Instagram. And like and comparison was killing me because while I was living out there see Instagram. panic at the disco, twenty one pilots. 1975 and all of my favorite bands came out with like amazing amazing records and I was just sitting there just like what am I gonna do so I finally I got turned off my phone and everything for like a week and that's when I like wrote the first few demos for this project and that when one of those songs was gone and that's what got Kellen's attention now I'm here and like it basically just came like down to me like closing myself off and I'm like sometime in this few month period I'm going to write the thing that's going to start this and I'm like and yeah what yeah. wow. happens it's real so, it's so it like, was it literally the
0: act of just cutting yourself off yeah. not being able to compare
2: yeah i wow. like i stopped like i basically told my i had like a few days that i was like i'll listen to some songs to get myself inspired and to see like a zone that i wanted to go to and then i don't let myself listen to anything else when i'm creating anymore yeah I because like in the middle like i may have like a song that like i'm listening to and it'll like give me an idea to like start but then i'm like no more like once i start writing a song i i can't have any more outside input influence yeah. or I'll try to make it sound like that song.
3: Hmm.
2: Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm also
1: really careful about what I listen to as in general, but especially in like a writing t- period of time, like for an album, like mm-hmm. there yeah. are certain things that I will listen to and stuff because I, you become so sensitive yeah, to like yeah, the just, little things. Cause all of a sudden you start feeling like you have to do a certain thing cause this person did it or whatever. And the last thing that I want to say about this is, um, Like, just just as an example of, like, like even with, like, my friends and stuff, because, like, sometimes I'll hear, like, Manic's song, and I'll just be like, I'm never going to be able to do that. Like, (laughs) I can't do that with my voice, whatever. Or, like, tomorrow night, like, Death and All His Friends is going to play. Yeah. And those guys are just, like... I'm so
2: intimidated. intimidated they're more exper- <laughs> I'm so <laughs> intimidated they're more experienced than us After by years of they, our, they've got
1: years on us resumes. you know and Like good. and like we're supposed to be like the headliner or yeah. whatever and I know that like they have way more experience playing live but this is the thing and this is like you know and that's sick For like first of all you have to like just learn to like be stoked for other people yeah. and just know that like
2: I just love those humans though. yeah that's <laughs> awesome like good
1: like good for but and at the same time recognize like don't let it make it shouldn't make you feel bad because at the end of the day even if like even if we're like can't shred as hard as them or whatever what we do have is people here that like love our music and have been touched by our music yeah you know and like we will always have that and nobody else can be Roseburg. i mean that's like really cliche but like it's true, right? Like no one else can be manic. No one else can be death and all his friends. Like we all have something different to offer. And turns out people can like more than one artist too. Yeah, it right. Turns out I do that. Yeah.
2: I think everyone does that. So that and like let's just say like regardless of whoever like quote unquote plays best or has like the tightest set or anything or Ridiculous. or whoever is sick, you know, um, mm. like I just feel like. What's most important is just we're just bringing everybody here. Yeah, you know, like that's like the, it's it's almost like it's just a team effort. You know, yeah, it's for Ca- something those that Kellen t- like posted a while ago that really resonated with me is he just said like there's too much, there's just way too much competition in the scene. Yeah, and like the way that we should look at it, especially when there's like the three of us, is like it's not like the show, especially tomorrow night. Like it's your guys' release show. It's and it's me, me and their debut show. But the show has nothing to do with us. It's right. like it's about for the, the people that fans and are the people that are coming out.
1: And to make you guys money.
3: (laughs) 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 That's what it's for, too.
2: No,
0: I saw a quote the other day. It was, like, um, some, like, producer's Instagram thing that I follow. And it was, like, talking about how artists shouldn't be thinking that they're in competition with each other. Mm -hmm. They're actually in competition with all sorts of entertainment. Like, Mm -hmm. Netflix and, like, TV and, like, all sorts of, like, entertainment places you can go on a night out like there's a million things but the cool thing about nowadays is that like music isn't just listened to for the same reasons it used to be mm-hmm. like now you can be like so a lo-fi weird. artist and just make music for people listening studying doing studying for their math exam mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like there's different avenues Medium for music yeah. people are listening into it all the time in the shower in the car yep. in their headphones wherever the heck they are they're listening yeah. to music more than ever before yeah. so it's like there's not as much competition within music. Yep. Just quality entertainment, quality. But there can be the. the yeah. There is, because at least the there's same time, still a little bit. But well, uh,
2: I. I think the competition is. is only with, with yourself. Is, is with yourself. Yeah. And, well, it's to stand out. And it isn't with anybody in specific. Like, you shouldn't be telling yourself, like, I need to be better than this artist. I think it's more of just, like, I need to be the best that I can be so that people will even notice me in this ocean of noise. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That is, that is 100, that's exactly so what So
0: it should push say. you, but it shouldn't make you, like, Yeah, Like, bad. go against other artists, create, yeah. like, this tension, because mm-hmm. it's not true. Because I always room felt
1: at the guilty. Top. I was like, yes. and why, Especially like, local why level. Am I so, why am I so mm-hmm. competitive then? And I'd be like, oh, no, because I have always been really competitive about music, and I realized, I'm like, no, like, I, I can be that. That's good. It's just, you're not, it's not about trying to beat other artists, but it's about trying to, like, push myself forward as far as I can go. And there's yeah. room for everybody. I remember John Mayer posted on a story one time, and he said, practice the mantra that there's room for everybody. That was it. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's sick. That's it's like right. an
3: abundance mindset. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. And, I, and all of a sudden, I literally just felt myself go really like, oh, okay. Good. You cannot worry. So, about, you don't have to worry about I'm it I'm so glad there's room for everybody because <laughs> I want to be in the room. Yeah, just work hard. For sure. Well, we're really stoked to play this show, and we're grateful that this venue exists, and, and that you guys would have us, and it's gonna be really fun. Yeah, yeah we're stoked. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was. Thanks for coming, guys. And <laughs> yeah, appreciate you having on the show. And
1: yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. for flying
0: out here. Yeah. Yeah,
3: it's been great to meet I you. I can't man. believe
1: that you came all the way from Nashville for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, just for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, I'm go taking home Nick out. back to the airport now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, um, anyone listening to this or watching on the live,
1: make sure you come to the show. If you do not have a ticket,
0: buy them right now because they will be gone.
1: And listen to Righteous Punk by Roseburg. Right, and... Gone through and gone stripped by oh, Manic. All three. And listen to Death and All His Friends' new song that comes
3: out tonight at midnight. It's called Alone.